Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the Munkadass St. Louis Honda Sports on a Sunday morning. Munkadass pre-owned on South Limburg on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Tom Ackerman with you at 1131. Well, that was a lot of fun visiting with the head coach of the St. Louis Blues, Craig Berube, the Sports Personality of the Year at the Jack Buck Awards on December 5th, this Thursday on KMOX. Let me tell you about some of the other award winners. Bob Plager is going to receive the Legends Award. That award was made for him, wasn't it? A player, coach, teacher, broadcaster, ambassador of the game of hockey here in St. Louis is an original blue. Nobody needed that parade and waited longer for that parade than Bob Plager. Uh, The MLS for the Lou Ownership Group, Carolyn Kindle-Betts, Jim Cavanaugh, uh, up front in that group. That is a big group, including uh, the Taylor family, who were quick and powerful and successful in their landing. An MLS franchise will begin play in 2022. They will receive the Jack Buck Award. The Hometown Hero Award on Thursday, Nafisa Collier, the WNBA Rookie of the Year from Incarnate Word. She went to UConn, plays for the Minnesota Lynx of the WNBA. She will be in attendance, as will the Stan Musial Award winner. The Musial Award goes to the person who embodies Stan's hard work, loyalty, class, success, both on and off the field. And in his 25th year with the club, after named general manager in 2007, two NL pennants, one world championship, seven playoff appearances, a winning record in every season, and heavily involved in the community, is John Mosellock, the president of baseball operations. Good morning, and just practicing my presentation to you there on Thursday. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. Good morning. Good morning. What does it mean to you to, to be endorsed by the Musial family in an award that has meant so much to them and uh, to St. Louis to be receiving that on Thursday? Well, obviously, it's a, it's quite an honor, but... When you think about what Mr. Musial meant to the city of St. Louis, the St. Louis Cardinals, it's it's something that um, I think when you hear the Cardinals, that's one of the very first names you think of. And, and so to be a part of that in some small way, I think that's wonderful and uh, certainly looking forward to Thursday. It uh, I know it has meant a lot to you to be in St. Louis and to be part of this. It's a job that carries a lot of uh, urgency, weight. Uh, uh, there's a lot riding on it every day, but you've always, as I mentioned in the description, you've handled it with class and loyalty to both the Cardinals and to the surroundings that you have. I think that would describe you quite well. How have you uh, ridden out these 25 years in a very demanding job? Well, I think I've been very fortunate, first off. Um, A lot of people in the sports world don't get to spend um, this amount of time in any one place. And, you know, as I think about my career, and and obviously I'm on the downside of it, not the upside, but it's it's certainly uh, um, I'm fortunate to know I can call one place my home. And and so to have my kids – uh, being raised in St. Louis and to, to just really be a part of this community has been something that I think a lot of my peers, whether it's in baseball or other sports, 
would would certainly uh, agree that that's very fortunate and lucky. I loved listening to Adam Wainwright's conference call after it became official that he was coming back for another year. He said, well, my kids uh, enjoy it here. They, they love school. They play sports here. My wife, I think, loves St. Louis even more than I do. So when I knew that they were all on board, my girls and my wife, I said, well, all right. <laughs> I'll get into it too. He's he's a St. Louis man, a family man as well, isn't he? Well, he is, and I think um, as his kids are starting to get to that age where you know they they certainly know what dad does, but they also recognize that dad has commitments, and so I think he's at a point from a financial standpoint where you know should he w- want to walk away from this game, he certainly could, and he was just trying to make sure he understood his priorities, whether that meant being a husband and a father or if baseball was still in the cards. And, uh, you know, fortunately for us, he still wants to play a little baseball. Yeah, John Mosellock is with us. It's a good-looking rotation right now with Jack Flaherty, Dakota Hudson, Miles Michaelis, Adam Wainwright. I guess the question is, Carlos Martinez, will he be ready to reenter that rotation? What have you heard about some of his off-season conditioning and workouts? So about... I'd say about a week ago, he was week and a half ago. He was down in uh, Jupiter going through his evaluations. He's in a good spot, so now he'll he'll start doing more aggressive workouts and begin a throwing program here shortly. I think we should have a pretty good idea if this is if this is a real opportunity for us sometime in in, in mid January. But you know, right now all arrows point that this looks like a good path for him and. You know, I think he's also heavily motivated to want to do this. Um, he really feels like he wants to get back in the rotation, and between his agent and himself, he's made that very clear to us. That's a big part of it, isn't it? Because physically, just to keep people abreast of the situation, he received, as you mentioned to us right after it happened, a PRP injection uh, in his right arm and shoulder area that kind of just keeps him progressing forward, and that's pretty normal, isn't it, And what he's going through? Well, yeah, normal would be nothing, nothing right? <laughs> right. Um, that would be ideal. But, you know, I think in his case, it, it was, we went through the whole MRI exercise just to make sure there was no damage or, or any lingering issues for him. So I think just from a, a basic peace of mind, he feels much better about where he is physically. So after the PRP, there is some rest before you can begin uh, um, in earnest your, your, your off-season work. But I think in his case right now, he just feels good about where he's at. And, um, you know, he really wants to get back into that rotation and show he can be that dominant starter he once was. He was the closer for a good portion of last year. And so at this time last year, the question to you and Mike Schultz and everybody else was, who's your closer in 2019? The answer was, we'll take a look in spring training. And I think you're probably in that same situation, aren't you, looking ahead here? Yeah, I think the, the way to sort of approach as we get towards closer to spring training is really like we have a lot of powerful arms back there. And I would imagine at some point someone's going to get that opportunity. I mean, I think back to two years ago, if you and I had been talking on a Sunday and first week of December and and you had said that Jordan Hicks was going to make your club, I'd have been like, really? You know, even I would have been surprised. So there's just a lot of sort of unknowns, but the good news for the Cardinals is we just have a collection of, of really powerful arms and and guys that have had a lot of success, whether it's been in the rotation or in in the bullpen throughout the minor leagues. So at some point for them to get that opportunity for a more robust role, whether it's in the rotation or in the bullpen, time will tell. Good news is we have those arms. 
What was the biggest thing just from a baseball standpoint that you walked away from at the GM meetings in Arizona? How is, this is a very general question I'm throwing your way, but what's the state of the game right now from a competitive standpoint? And uh, I guess from a revenue standpoint, is the game in a good place? What's the chatter among executives in that area? Well, I think the the overall theme is, you know, baseball is, is like anything. It's evolving and, and change can be good. But, you know, you hear that word uh, uh, competitiveness and, and clearly there was uh, an imbalance in, in how teams were, were thinking about their, their strategy and trying to rebuild versus compete. I would say the game right now is 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 still in a very good spot, but trying to put some legislation or rules to help in, in keeping it more balanced might make more sense. Um, pace of game is still a big topic that we hear a lot about. Um, and obviously there's a lot of topics of, um, about people trying to take advantage of game situations. So as we you know, gather at winter meetings a week from today, I'm sure many of those topics will be resurfaced and um, discussed. I also think winter meetings, though, is a lot less about policy and rules and much more about trades and free agency. So, you know, I think most people that that are on the uh, baseball ops side will be more focused on roster building than necessarily what's happening in the uh, in the pace of game realm, for example. Yeah, uh, the uh, no, exactly, exactly right. In the winter meetings, you just have so much more focus on everything that's happening downstairs in the lobby of the hotel. Can you take us through the the winter meeting scene from a executive's point of view, from your eyes? I know that a lot of what you do uh, in, when you speak to the media and others is upstairs. So you have a, a suite that's available. But that is quite the scene, isn't it? And for just so people know, it's more than just – team executives and players and managers there's a, it's a, a convention for people that are trying to get a job in baseball there are a lot of opportunities it's a huge deal yeah I, I think that's exactly the right way to think about it it's a baseball convention so you have anything from a trade show to people looking for job opportunities to teams that are in a you know one place where it's very easy to sit down and try to either work out a trade, but I would say that the the actual winter meeting dynamics over the last ten to fifteen years has changed quite a bit. Um, when I first started, you literally would go room to room, um, meet with each team, talk about trades uh, or potential trades, and then you'd also do a lot of face to face with agents, but as technology has changed and evolved, it's it's really taken a lot of that face-to-face interaction out of it. Um, very rarely would you actually meet with a club face-to-face anymore. Um, so, yes, you have that, that large room or suite-type setting where most of your employees gather, but it's it's changed dramatically on, on what's happened. But in the end, it's still about player movement, player acquisition, and trying to find ways to get better. It's just being done in a much different way. I know better than to ask who you're going after or to ask about specific players, but I do oh, want to... You're learning. <laughs> I've known you long enough, 22 years, but um, I, I think what I wanted to ask is, is there an area of need right now in your mind? Well, I think 
the answer is you can always try to find ways to get better. Um, it's about trying to find opportunity for some of our players. I think as we look at this market, we're still trying to get a sense of, of what might really be out there. And, you know, you touched on something earlier where, you know, you're always looking for, for additional bullpen arms and trying to add some depth there. I mean, clearly we have a few question marks that, that we're going into the season with. So I think for us, as we enter this week and, and as a prelude to the winter meetings, you know, we're certainly going to pay attention to the, the non-tender list, which comes out tomorrow, um, but also continue to keep our hands on what's happening in the free agent world. Appreciate the time very much. We will toast you before you head to the winter meetings. That'll happen on Thursday among many of the recipients of the Jack Buck Awards at the Missouri Athletic Club. And then we wish you safe travels to San Diego as you embark on the 2020 season. The winter meetings really seems to kick all of that off. We appreciate it very much. Thanks for the time. All right. Thanks, Tommy. There he's John Mosellock, the president of baseball operations of the St. Louis Cardinals. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.